Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles of the rich and your race. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Welcome back, Trash Squad. I am here with Casey DeBunker. Again, there's no actual D in her name, but I like to think that she's here debunking theories, starting with everything Molly says about their childhood and now The Bachelor and <laughs> how The Bachelor Nation <laughs> franchise. Welcome back, Casey. I'm back, although Sarah did a stand-up job last week. Bravo, but I'm happy to be back. You know, it's always a joy and a pleasure. Casey, I'm blushing and you're sitting there in my, my, the only sweatshirt I've ever designed. Well, one of two. It looks fucking fabulous. Couldn't love it more. What an absolute pleasure to be with you this evening. Yes, thank you. If you guys did listen, I did do a bit of a monologue for our last pod because Casey was with friends. She had a a wedding and I I wasn't going to do it and I said, fuck it, we're going live like Bill O'Reilly and I did. The commitment Um, knows no bounds. You know what? I am living my dharma. I gotta just fucking run this (laughs) trap. I now, love that this is your Dharma podcast about The Bachelor. We're going to call it. I mean, if anybody asks, this is my Dharma, I guess it's sort of it might be deeper than this. Um, you know, if you look in sort of any of the ancient texts or in the Akashic record, but according to me now and forevermore, yeah, this is my purpose. I'm here to fucking trash talk with y'all. Now, here's one thing I want to say. On day one, I was thinking, damn, they did this girl dirty. She is effortlessly beautiful. I mean, she looks gorgeous this episode. I mean, yeah flawless and I'm looking at all the guys I thought gosh they're all I felt like they were just setting her up for a Joe Coleman thing not in a scar way but in a way where it was like oh he's obviously like the only one on her level whereas now three eps deep there are others emerging to me as physically attractive. Yes, I agree. I agree. It starts to look a little bit more as the season goes on. Like, oh, she's yeah. got a lot of prospects here. She's got yeah. a lot of options. Whereas episode one, we were so not feeling that way. And the other thing I would say about these guys, this episode, they are going gaga over her. Like there was a couple guys and a couple moments this episode, and we'll like get to them as we go, where I'm like, oh, these guys are in love. Like it just happened. Like I watched it yeah. right there. Yeah. And you well, love Which to- I don't know always feel like I didn't no, feel on no. all the other seasons I felt like a lot of these guys were just that's why Jamie I mean we're gonna get into Jamie because it's almost like I don't even want to waste my breath on this punk ass bitch but like that's true he did keep saying like it's not a competition it's like no it's it's like specifically a competition so <laughs> but in seasons past that I watched so far it has felt like that where it's like kind of like the guys are like puffing their chest to be like, I'm going to be the one she picks. I'm going to be the one she picks. Whereas in this case, it seems like these guys do really like her. And they're genuinely like, I don't want to mess it up by causing drama. So respectful. So like, we don't want to cause drama in the house. I'm going to choose not to fight, uh, you know, Willie, little Lil Willie, tough name. (laughs) Tough nickname Lil Willie to be called on the show. I don't know if that's what he wants on his gravestone. But I do think that the Willie... 
Peter drama was some of the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. And Peter is deranged. I mean, I talked about it last ep. I'll, I'll remind you. He is a Aquarius sun, cancer, moon. So he is like sort of detached and a little bitch all at the same time. And I do think he's living that truth. <laughs> I would say so. I would say so. Also, I think throwing somebody's personal belongings in a pool, maybe it's like minor, but that is an act of violence. Oh my God. Like, okay, little Willie, like crying was a little bit extreme for that, but also right. I would have probably done worse. Like I would have thrown a drink on him or something. Because I would four- have, I, I would have taken all of me to not that wasn't like just any jacket it was like the top gun jacket from the top gun movie and like i understand peter was a big top gun fan but maybe little willie was too okay and- they're all big top gun fans now somebody was yes. fighting for a dance to take my breath away and peter is gonna throw aside from even being a special jacket to throw to like destroy anybody's property on purpose especially when it has sentimental value it's like you are mentally fucking ill get out of here for no reason although there was a little bit of a reason okay little willie did kind of steal his move a little bit with the language but, thing but. Yeah, but we know that little willie has motion sickness i know but is was- his first language is it his first language i'm guessing i hope it is otherwise he did steal little peter's move but yeah that's a rumor allegedly i don't know he did, yeah okay so he stole his move but like it wasn't a particularly good move and no. i hate that whole thing i mean i wouldn't want anybody spinning around that's the thing about this show that's stupid it's like if anybody didn't watch the first challenge was that they put these guys in one of those like flight simulator thingamabobs where they g4 simulator yeah simulator where they just basically put them into a life-size blender and they stir them around so they're upside down it made me like nauseous just watching and And they've actually done this They've actually done this on the show before, but without the professing the love thing. But they did it to the women last time on REC. Oh, oh my God. We don't even like to see repeats, but they added an element which is profess your love. It was not even good television. There was a competition that got stirred between Lil Willie and Lil Peter. And they both spoke in another language to profess their love. And Lil Peter was out of his little league I'll tell you that yeah I mean he better throw some Italian in there because that's like all he's got going for him I mean maybe the pizzas are good but we don't even know we'll never know I wouldn't engage that guy uh, in a hope and a sad bid for good pizza no I would literally hope that like after this episode I want to know what pizza place it is and I want us to what's the word I'm looking for not strike but I want us to boycott 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 Peter's pizza okay yes unless it's really good if it is, we'll get it on Seamless. I don't know. I just, I want this man to feel the loss of the people in his store. I also think Doughboy isn't particularly a good nickname either. No. So I could see where like Lil Willie and Doughboy in terms of their nicknames do feel like they're on the same level. Peter is just out of his league this whole time though. I mean, to be wearing like half unbuttoned shirts, he just looks like he was in like a 50s car movie or something. It's just like, yo man. And then the way that he and Lil Willie were fighting once it came to blows and they were like going back and forth, but they weren't even going back and forth. Like they were fight. He was saying, you'll see the checks that I cash and you'll wish you were a pizza boy. And they just kept repeating (laughs) the same phrase over and over again like over each other like they kept being like are there tissues in that jacket because you're gonna cry get the tissue i bet you they're a little i'll look at that as a as a consolation prize it's like no it was just the 
surprise. Like if you're looking at it as something different, that means that you're delusional. Yeah. And then someone, I, I don't know which one of them was saying, you not the big dog, you not the big dog. <laughs> and I'm like, what are we doing? What am I watching here? What's happening? And they're talking over each other. So you can't even understand. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is bad. But that is where, like, I do think that the hottest guys on the show did begin to emerge. Because then you got, like, Nate, Clayton, you know, sitting there just being like, yeah. yo, man, like, this is... Co-. They were just, like, smiling big, being like, yo, you guys got to stop. Like, this is so stupid. Like, this is so stupid. Please stop. Like, these big, gorgeous men are like, lol. They couldn't even participate in it. This is where Clayton sort of... I feel like they, they skipped Clayton the first two episodes. Clayton emerged this episode as, I would say, second hottest. Like... I mean, he is so my type, like hilariously my type. He's like a Mizzou football player with a heart of gold, like gotta fucking love him. But I liked what he said to Peter, which is like, yo, man, if you're going to like cause this kind of drama, it's going to affect all of us. And he's like, we're all dating Michelle. And like, we don't need there to be this like bad vibe. And he's like, what are you dating me? You trying to date me? And it's like, no, that's not what he said. Peter and Jamie had a similar vibe going on where it was just like, they are dumb as rocks. Like just. Like either they're dumb as rocks or they're just like actively gaslighting every person they talk to. Like gaslighting. No, but ineffectively. So then the second challenge was one where I was a little bit more turned on. Now, if I'm going to see challenges on a show like this, these are the kind I want to see, which is grown ass men physically sparring. Love to see it. Little Willie did kill little Doughboy. Loved it. Yeah. And even if there were tears in his eyes, he fought through. So cool. And otherwise, yeah, it was just fun to see like the fucking giant athletes just shoving the little guy off. I just, I did love that. I was like, ooh, I could watch this. Yeah, I could watch this. Okay. Very fun. Then we got a, we got a one-on-one date with Rodney. Yeah. Again, Rodney, he didn't, he wasn't one of the least attractive before, but this time I thought, yeah. Rodney could get it. Yeah. And just like Michelle said, she's like, he kind of took himself out of the friend zone and into the relationship zone in this, which is not frequently done on this show, nor in life. I would say to us as well as the audience, he also turned on the charm a little bit. Like like he did. And he was so vulnerable. I thought he was going to cry when she was like, what's your biggest fear? He's like dying before, dying before I'm a father with kids. Yeah. I was like, damn, that is deep. I feel like it's deep, dude. That's so deep. I don't know if you would normally even identify that as like your biggest Dude, fear. So deep. That is such a good point, Casey. Right? It's like, wow, this guy has been journaling. Yes. He's Just gone to the depths yeah. and come back out. Yeah, let's see what Rodney's all about. He's a jovial kind of guy. You know what I, he looks like? Did you ever watch the OJ Bronco chase? He looks like OJ's driver, getaway driver, Al, his best friend, Al. He looks. No, that sounds juicy. You gotta look it up. It's really funny. He really looks just like Al. Wow. And look at this. Do we have a type or do we have a type? Rodney Matthews, former NFL player. Mm. Of course he is. He's of course. a giant with heart. That's sort of yes. what it is. Checks out. So Rodney's chart. Aries, son. Capricorn moon so he really does have like big leadership energy like this is very cardinal energy at the end of the day Capricorn moon he cares about business he cares about status like I think that he was a really good sport to roll with the punches with the apple thing that's why we saw a little taste of it when they went on their date which again oddly intimate much more intimate than I would have imagined uh and they cried and it was deep it was I thought it was beautiful date um Except but for like the, the actual date itself was very low budget. What did they do again? 
they okay they went they did blindfold food tasting oh yeah what's that then then they searched through a bunch of boxes handcuffed to each other for the key to the handcuffs right right then they had him strip down naked in the lobby and run around oh and, right right his big lobby room but he looked pretty good that's why i was like okay Rodney, yeah that's a, that's right. a type. i like a thick he's thick and you love to see when these when everyone on the show is like oh i have to get naked oh my god that's so embarrassing yeah. and it's like you have been working out to be on tv for months come literally, on literally we like know that that's in the contract it's like suggested that they work out like i actually read that somewhere but here's the oh, question really? are there other people in that hotel i'm gonna go with a no can you imagine being in a hotel where there's like a production going on there is a naked ex football player running through the lobby and then there are like 25 grown-ass men being like put your clothes on rodney (laughs) nude rodney rodney's nude it was like yo yo be quiet there's like a there's a baby sleeping down the hallway like i feel like I don't think they have the kind of money to like rent out a whole whole hotel. Like I sort of picture it like one of those embassy suites that you would stay on during like a, a high school sports meet or something. Like that's like the vibe I get from these hotels. But they used to travel all over the world. Oh, that's right. And I guess they have been saving money. Yeah. Like they used to fly these people to like Thailand. Right. Okay. So we, I think you're right. Okay. Okay. So it's safe to assume there's no one else there because if there were, these producers should be a motherfucking shamed. Yeah, I mean, this is insane. They should be ashamed anyway. This was they a ashamed anyway, excuse right. for a date, but they'll spend the money on the group dates because that creates more of the scenery and the whole thing. And then the one-on-ones, they're just like, eh, we'll just find something to do in the Right, hotel. they're just going to like basically do nothing and like talk through it. And like, if they can make this dumbass thing fun, there's a spark. Yeah. So she did say during that, that she liked his playfulness. Mm-hmm. Very um, Aries son. Aries son. Aries Mercury. He's playful. That's how he took it from the friend zone to the end zone, if you know what I mean. Because I think that when he realized that he messed up the Apple thing, he was a little bit like, okay. I feel like he friend zoned himself because as a Capricorn moon myself, when you think that you've like embarrassed yourself, you would never know because I'm a comedian, but I'm leading with it. When I accidentally feel like I've embarrassed myself, I want to die. Like I, I will friend zone myself. I'll be like, okay, I'm already doing this. Like there's no way you like me so I think when he got that one-on-one he was like all right I have another shot I will make this right first apples yeah this man doesn't go to the orchard sue him okay but but I did see the Capricorn moon come out when at the end of their date she's like I absolutely want to give you the rose or whatever and you could see for a minute there was like that glimmer of like you know he's I think he said like yo if we weren't on tv right now I would be so pissed he said something like that like you know if we weren't on tv like out like that would not fly with me and and then he like laughed and went with it but no that is that airy sun capricorn moon showing where he's like ah ha 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 don't say that again don't bring up the apples (laughs) (laughs) he's like never mention apples again to me me about marriage yeah so I thought that's I thought that was really fucking and I really liked him I thought okay we got Mm -hmm. another contender Charlie. I will say who else emerged this episode was Martin. That hipster, I thought from the beginning he stood no chance. I was shocked that she was so attracted to him. Yeah, I think Martin did a good job of like, he recognized immediately like, she needs to talk to someone. I'm going to check in on her, which was a really good call because she doesn't want to be going through the Top Gun date while she's still feeling like everyone hates her. She doesn't know, you know, what to think. So she told Martin that he has layers and 
Depp. And I said, you know, you just met the man. It's a little soon, but good on you for calling that out and labeling it like that. And then he got the group date rose. Which I think shocked everyone. Absolutely. It always does. They always think they're all going to get it. I know. But you know what? I do think there's like sort of a thing here where it's like, I sort of feel like at the beginning, and maybe this is just my own like mental illness showing, but I sort of feel like I would want to play a little hard to get, even though there's like kind of no gamifying this. Like, I feel like I might go on, like pull aside or give a rose to someone who I knew had no shot just to make the other one sweat a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, why not? You have all the power. The thing is you can also make an, an example out of people by being like, okay, now the other guys are gonna think, hmm, he pulled her aside at the beginning and then he got the rose. Maybe I should be checking. You know, like it works both ways. If you reward people for good behavior, then the other guys may notice. That's a great call. Actually, double power move. It's a double power move is exactly what it is. So she's like basically like, like, what's that saying? That's like, you teach people how to love you or whatever. Like, oh, I don't know. There's like a saying where it's like. The way you treat yourself is how you treat people to love yours. You know, the memes are better than I'm making it sound, but it's something like (laughs) you like train the men to to just like, you know, eat your pussy and clean up or whatever. Okay, so let's take a look at Martin's chart. Martin is a cancer sun Gemini moon. Ooh, and she's a Gemini sun, right? She's a Gemini sun. That's a lovely little combo. That's a lovely little combo because her moon again. Her moon is Sag with her north node. Okay. And that's why, like, when she's talking on the dates about how, like, she doesn't want to be complacent or she's, you know, hates not feeling like she fits in, but then she doesn't know if she should sometimes just enjoy the moment and stay present or if she wants to think ahead to the next thing. That's her chart. Yeah. So the Cancer and the Sag don't necessarily go together as well. It's more moon. So, like, Cancer and Gemini actually are okay together and Gemini and Sag is good together. So it's sort of like, like, Nate is big Cancer energy. Martin is big Cancer energy. I think Yeah. Likes a lot of that Cancer vibe because even though Gemini and Cancer are the signs right next to each other and that doesn't always lead to the most successful unions, I think when it comes to Cancer and Gemini specifically, and maybe it's just because I'm a Cancer Gemini, but it's like there's an element of innocence with it. Like Gemini is really that like, hey, I want to get to know you. Like, sure, there is a bad rap because of like Trump and Kanye and two-facedness and whatever. But really, it's like more about the duality of of people, right? And so Gemini is really caring. They are really, they are noticing what's going on. They are able to be compassionate. They are able to take the other side of the story. They are either, you know what I mean? Like they're not like so singularly focused. And then a cancer son, no matter what, is going to like make you feel safe. So I think she's liking like Nate cancer, Martin cancer. I think she's liking that cancer energy as long as there is some like fire or air in the other parts of their chart because then it's like, okay, we can have some fun together. So I think Martin, we're seeing his moon on her son is like flaming her ego and making her feel safe enough cancer to be free. Ooh, yes, that is totally, that totally seems like it's what's happening. Right? Like, he's like, don't worry, I'm going to care about you so that you can, you can do you. I'll, I'll do the tending. I'll do the caring. Exactly. Yeah. Is it going to be attractive enough to work out? Is it, is it what's going to keep her interested the whole time? Uh, No, I don't get the sense. I don't get the sense. The charts either. No, I don't think he's her match, but I do think, I mean, look, his Mercury is in Leo. We do know that she has her Mars in Leo. So like they are getting along. Their their charts are matching in a way where it's like, yeah, I totally like appreciate you. I totally see you. I, do you know what I mean? Like I, I sort of think, I think that, that there's a comfort there. I kind of see it more as like a, a friendly thing 
rather mm -hmm. than a romantic thing. Although they did have a hot makeout. I thought, keep wanting to jump in and talk shit about Jamie, but we'll, we'll save that. To, that'll be like our finale because he said yeah, so yeah, many yeah, dumbass yeah. things. But yeah, I felt like, you know, Martin was sort of a nice surprise. Now, I had to just for my own personal stalking purposes. I also pulled up Clayton's chart. I thought Clayton for the first time. <laughs> no, I love Clayton. I think Clayton's hot as shit. And, and I think he like sort of has an underbite, which is like really powerful for me because I have an underbite and I'm always like, no one's attractive with an underbite. And it's like, actually, Clayton, you hot with an underbite. Okay. That's right. So we do have another football player in the mix. He is a Taurus son, no mm -hmm. shock, and a Leo moon. If the rumors are true and he is the next bachelor i kind of would understand i don't see her being with an earth sun necessarily the leo moon is what has him kind of like okay he's like yeah i'm aggressive yeah i'll fucking play yeah i'll fight i think they have a good banter i think he's undeniably sexy as hell but i think at the end of the day this chart i think clayton's gonna want his own show yeah oh yeah for sure he kind of strikes me in a way is a similar vibe to blake from Katie yes. Blake, but just yes. like less alert. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like less like raring to go at no, all times. Well, that's really, no, Blake did seem like he had too many Red Bulls right before the, yeah. the filming started. Right yeah. before the cameras rolled, this guy was like, what if you go? I gotta get my monster drink. And then he'd be like, hi, Katie. And, <laughs> right, like not blinking. <laughs> Not, but he, you know, he works with wildlife. Who knows how long he has to stay in the in the tree with the owls and just be, you know, eyes wide open. Like, on, he seems like right. He he's like ready for a nature attack at any moment. Whereas Clayton does have the energy more of like a big, sturdy, nice Missouri boy. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I hope we get to see a lot more of Clayton. Yeah, man. He he's nice. He's a nice boy to look at. Were there any other standouts? I'm looking right now for Brandon Jones, who also really came out swinging. Brandon Jones was, I, again, he was one of those, I thought, gee, he sort of looks like a Q-tip. Right. He wasn't looking as good the last week or two, but I did think that he had a little bit of a glow up this time. I think just because he was being such a sweetie, they just had such a connection. And it, he and he is another one who's like, goo goo, gaga, Michelle is my girl. I don't know what I'm going to do for myself. It's him and Rodney are both, I would say, in that category. Like when Rodney finally kissed her, he was so excited about it. No, he, well, because that also was his Capricorn moon, though, going like, I will not go down like this. I will not go fucking down like this. Like, do not, do not. No, I'm not the guy who didn't know about apples. Watch me go from friend zone to end zone. This is my bitch. I'm going to need to do a little bit more research on Brandon because it depends on where he was born. As of what I'm looking at, he is a Leo sun, which is good for Michelle. He's, according to this, an Aquarius moon, but I don't think so. I see his behavior as being more late degree Capricorn than early degree Aquarius. I don't oh, see him being an that? Aquarius moon. Because again, like Capricorn moons, myself included, low key care a lot about the public's image of them. Like they care a lot about being seen the way that they want to be seen you know molly's a capricorn son you know she's like don't you dare post a bad picture of me on my birthday you know what i mean capricorns care about appearance that's what it is it's the 10th house it is appearances so uh, i thought and capricorn is a much more emotional sign than there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Aquarius, like to see an Aquarius moon cry on TV would kind of shock me. I want to do a little more research into Brennan because all these, you know, birthdays are being added every minute. I mean, last week we couldn't find anybody because it was like only the people, like these are not people that beforehand, we didn't even know to search them. So I'm going to need to come back. We're going to put a pin in Brandon's birth chart because I have a sneaking suspicion that he is a late degree Capricorn moon. And also if he's a late degree Capricorn moon, that would put his moon right on his Uranus, which would mean that like what he described, like he was kind of X, Y, and Z growing up, but then he had like a quick change. All of a sudden he was more attractive, but then it was hard for him to feel accepted by the public because he was by racial in Portland, Oregon. To me, my gut, he's a Capricorn moon, late degree, not an Aquarius moon. But the the jury is out. We will come back to that. Question for you. The one-on-one dates, does she get to pick? It's unknown. Allegedly. I, I'm shocked that she picked Jamie. Jamie got the first date. I mean, that, well, that, that makes me nervous. think about it, it was very advantageous that they give Jamie that first date. It turned out to be. I, I kind of feel like she gets to pick some of them and sometimes the producers get to pick them. Like you, So you think the producers were like, this guy's cuckoo. Let's just yeah. get it. Because like, we're going to need drama for the first part of this show. And, and he's right- really fired up about this Joe thing. And so let's see, maybe he'll bring it up on the date. And he didn't bring it up on the date. But what he did was wait till he was safe with the Rose and then brought in this episode it boiled over the hot water is done pew we're making tea with this man we saw a lot and here's the the little thing that we saw for like two minutes was jamie talking smack to the producers they they must have set him up for that right where they were like you were just gonna hang in here and then they were like hiding out because it was obviously staged because they were hiding outside filming and he was like talking shit about michelle Yeah, he was like raring to go and like they must, I mean, I know that the cast members talk to the producers like regularly and the producers kind of coach them and tell them like what to talk about a little bit if they want to. And it's everybody has free will at the end of the day and they don't have to do what the producers tell them, but the producers give them an idea and it gets in people's heads. He went up to the producers and was saying Michelle is in spring break mode spring break mode what do you think he even meant here's the thing he didn't mean anything by it nothing he says is true and i think we might be seeing and now again i'm novice to this franchise but he is the most insecure person on one of these shows yeah. that i've ever seen by far i agree with that i agree because the way that he lied and just like continued to defend the lie and couldn't even just be like mm, you know what i done goofed that was silly right. oh like, my god him trying to talk out of well actually what i said was and then she was like isn't that what you said jamie his eyes he was like it was like cartoonish going like okay well that's how you took it it's like yo man you busted you're busted it was insane it just and he just kept trying to gaslight everyone it just wasn't working and he's he said to the producers he said that none of the guys were like as good looking as him or something which is a joke 
But that's no, insecurity no. talking. Right. He was saying none of the guys were as good looking as him. He said this was not a competition because he knows they just have like a different type of thing. Huh? He also said that where are my little notes? Okay. Notes on this fucking dumbass. Like, I mean, the stuff that he was saying was just so fucking insane. I mean, oh, 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 oh. Jamie's slam poetry was basically the story of Little Red Riding Hood. Oh, yeah. That was insane, too. Okay, so the next group date was like a slam poetry competition. Which was awesome. I was like, this should be what every guy has to do before going on a date at all times. Thousand percent. This was so romantic. I thought Brandon, that's where he really started to come out as the fucking dark horse coming through. Like, excellent work. Like, the little pony might win the race. Really good work. Really funny, that guy. Chris G was a non-factor to me until he was like, oh my god, my favorite poet. I thought, okay, Chris G. And then I thought his intensity when he delivered his poem, hilarious. He was really doing it like he was doing it. And I just thought that was so cute. Yeah, and then then Casey's like Jason Trawick and Dak Shepard had a baby he is a wet blanket. But it could just be I can't a- tell because I can't tell him and Chris G apart. Well, so now I, I always know that Chris G is this one. Also, the other white guy that I think is notable, Rick, kind of a sweetie. He came out kind of a sweetie on this episode, but every time he speaks, his voice cracks. Oh, hey, Michelle, Rick. I just want to tell you that it was it was Jamie that was saying that. Nobody else was saying that. Yeah, he's such an interesting character. I'm not quite sure how he got cast on this show. I imagine I feel there like might he's be. He's the Michael A. of this season. No, where he's just like. I guess he's more attractive than Michael A to me, but he is sort of like, he just seems seems like really nice. But then his whole thing with the dinner plate on the first episode was so different from that and just so kooky, but like not that funny. But like, I forgot that he was the dinner plate guy. Yeah, he's dinner plate Rick. But the question that remains is, is he the main course or is he just an (laughs) entree or just a starter? Yeah, he's my. He could even be an amuse bouche. Like he might be between courses. He's here just to, to fucking, cleanse the palate, he's baby. A palate cleanser, dude. I literally think he's a palate cleanser. Wait, that's really funny. He came in on a dinner plate to the first night. So he, to make his amazing entrance, unforgettable entrance, he was served on a silver platter. Um, his head was on a dinner plate. So Michelle had to like lift the top of the silver platter to see him and then he stayed on the dinner plate for the rest of the night and it's not that he was beheaded but the rest of his body was under a table right so he was squatting the whole night which is perhaps a fate worse than being beheaded but unbelievable glutes unbelievable this man and you know when he emerged i mean first of all this is what in the biz we call commitment to the bit Okay, because for the entire cocktail party, other guys were having to pour a little champagne down his trap. He had no arms. He was he was merely a head on a dinner plate. When he finally emerged from under the trolley, he was like kind of tall and cute. And I thought, what tall guy would put himself? I mean, maybe he wanted it to be like double surprise. But I thought this is a short guy move for sure because he wants to hide his stature. I thought, wow, he was cramming his big body into this little tiny space for hours. For hours. And that's what's a little odd to me about it is that it just doesn't seem to follow through with the rest of Rick's character. And maybe the chart can give us like an answer to this. Or maybe the producers just gave him the idea and he didn't have a better idea. So he was like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll do that. Okay, yeah. But like he seems to really be want to be taken seriously by Michelle right. at right. this point. So I'm like, but you you committed to the bit so hard and she clearly wasn't <laughs> like 
taking it that like that into it well how could you be can you imagine if like you were like yeah my husband like when we first met he was actually pretending to be the main course of the meal it would be like what like Like, it it could maybe work with someone like katie who was like i'm the funny girl like that's my thing you know so like so okay then you go for that what's his name in the cat suit or the cat got way too much airtime yes it could maybe work with her it clearly wasn't really working with michelle but somehow she kept him anyway and now he seems to really want her to take him seriously but whatever i mean he's still seems like a sweetie it just makes sense to me it doesn't make sense to me either and i will say the most shocking moment of last season was not when grippo melted down it was when katie said to connor the cat i've been thinking about you all night while he was still in his cat uniform it's like what i don't care how much i like cats i don't need you to dress like a cat to acknowledge that i like cats okay that ain't it Uh, also a cat person here i i'd have to agree with that if you're coming on the bachelor i would just like to see your physique and your confidence and like just be cool don't be uncool i don't need a line i don't need a costume well okay so rick is a aries sun leo moon so leo moon commitment to the bit he is performing he's here to perform right aries son he's like yeah i'm fucking doing it same as ronnie both of our aries had bad costume choices ronnie picking apple without actually knowing anything about apple's teacher and then being shocked he's like how do you know so much about apples she's a fucking teacher man that's their currency like what are you talking about not only does she teach it to the kids but that's how they get paid okay so like she knows about apples and i think the same thing is going for like aries sons sometimes do make on an ego level that first thought they go yeah first thought we're doing it and then this leo moon has this motherfucker committing to the bit and squatting in a trolley for an entire (laughs) episode and now we have his voice cracking because he's so passionate and it's like oh man rick you're a sweetie but I don't think you're going to take the cake. He's not going to take the cake. But, you know, he did a nice thing tonight, which was tell her the truth about Jamie. So, like, what part of the what part of his chart is is letting him say, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to put an end to this. I'm going to tell her the truth. Well, he has a Taurus, Mercury and a Mars in Gemini. So, number one, what fires him up? The group and the other people and the mirrors. Like, I think he was bothered Ooh. that this person who was a, a, apparently on the same level as him was actually a wolf in sheep's clothing. He was lying. And then that Taurus Mercury, he actually speaks from a place of like, hey, I need this to be safe. I need this to be secure. I want to actually speak the truth so that you're more comfortable. I I think it matches his chart quite nicely. Okay, well, that totally makes sense. So basically after that, we we see the guys, Rick, Chris G, and Nate, confront Jamie then a whole clusterfuck happens I don't even know Jamie tries to gaslight everyone blah 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 blah. Michelle gives him the axe you gotta love it she is not hanging on to these guys no she is not hanging on to these guys she was so cool this episode I feel like she's the first bachelorette that I'm really falling in love with too I'm like maybe this show works I love her like the conversations she's having are so much deeper than any of the other contestants we've seen she is axing the guys when they're dicks she has great instincts there's no drama with her she's like oh you're a dick bye oh you're an idiot bye I swear to god last episode the producers were like you gotta keep Peter you gotta keep Jamie because these guys need to stir up the pot so that we have at least a few episodes where nothing is happening where something can happen right and they're doing their job they're doing a great job at that but yeah get jamie's chart you're gonna love this ready jamie is a libra son hey i'm diplomatic everybody like me and a last degree 29 degree scorpio 
moon. So why he lying? Why he lying? Because he's like, no, no one needs to know what I'm doing. I'm just going to get away with being this sneaky big toe. And I'm just going <laughs> to, doesn't he look like a big toe? I'm going to hide my motives and try to like put on the group. And it's like, dude, uh, it's being televised. When he started talking about like, well, I was thinking about the viewers at home. And Nate was like, the fuck you talking about, man? It's like, yo, this guy cannot live up to a chart like this. Best case scenario, they're right. He could be a politician, but not this bad apple. I'm shocked that he's an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. I'm shocked that he could sell anything. Well, we don't know that he's successful at any of that. Right. And he's certainly not successful at love. No, 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 no. Certainly not. And the other person that went home was Pizza Peter, Doughboy himself. And God and bless. nobody ever even told her about the jacket thing. This girl's just got the instincts. I was so impressed that no one told her or that they didn't make a dramatic. I will say the producers are jerks. For that whole scene where she was like dancing to take my breath away with, with what's his name? With Martin. And then you see fucking big Willie, Lil Willie, fucking trying to get his jacket out of the pool and it's not working and he's wearing white pants. And it's like so, it's like, oh, womp, 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 womp. Like I just felt like, wow, this is great television. Yeah, it really was. And I was also like, Lil Willie, why did you wait so long to fish your jacket out? It was floating on the top for a while. Like, Lil Willie, go throw on your, your swim shorts and get the jacket. Or, like, get on your knees. Why was he trying to get it with that weird tool? Like, That's where, like, the producers are definitely like, I'm sorry, man, you got to use this weird tool. Yeah. He's like, okay. <laughs> there wasn't even a net in the weird tool. Like, there's almost no way. It was, like, the shape of, like, one of those dental flosser things. It's like, there's no way that this guy could have picked up that heavy-ass bomber jacket with that weird tool. It's just, like, that was such a cruel move. And then you got to think about, like, the camera guys who are sitting there, and they know that this shit was set up, and they're trying not to laugh. because No, like they're a- having the best time. They're having the best time after hours in, like, their own little rooms being like, yo, that was so mean. That was so funny. That I mean, because, right, like, what a sad, sad moment. <laughs> I will say, though, I was worried for Lil Willie a little bit. Like, okay, so the jacket's sentimental, certainly. Where he took the sentimental conversation was a little bit deep. Because it was, it was just, it was a little intense for me. Like it was like, what this jacket signifies for me is that Michelle and I can get through all odds. I had motion sickness and I still profess my love to her in Spanish. And I came out on top. And this jacket meant that we could get through anything. And it's like, okay, well, bro, if this jacket means you can get through anything, how about you fucking buck up and get through this, man? This is not <laughs> the jacket's not the thing. The jacket's not the thing. The jacket's never gonna be the thing. And, like, seriously, it's way cooler that the jacket is, like, a true Top Gun jacket, like, from the scene of the movie than it is, like, what it symbolizes. Like, you know, that's why it's cool. That's why it's cool, James. A year from now, that's what you're going to be telling people. Not that it's symbolized that you and Michelle could get get through anything. Michelle gave this to me after I almost puked on the upsy-downsy machine. It's like, (laughs) dude, it's cool because it's the jacket from Top Gun. And then we got to ride in a vintage car (laughs) together. And it's like, yeah. She drove me around in the tiny vintage car. It's like, yeah. And it was like, I definitely thought that they were going to let them like go in an airplane. And then it was a vintage car, which like is also cool. But like, it's Top Gun. It's Top Gun. Also, again, not important. But the vintage car in comparison to her basketball body looked like a toy I mean I was worried for them even to try to get in the car I said how dare it was like getting into like a teensy tiny clown car I mean she 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 looked like she could stomp on the car and and smush it yeah unkind it was an unkind car it was just kind of pointless dumb they got an airplane then who really cares 
give him the dance to take my breath away. Yeah, but not really because we love Martin too. I don't trust little Willie yet. Well, little Willie, I don't think we looked at his chart. We could look at, we could save little Willie for next week because we have not seen the last of him and you do have to go to bed. This is, this is late. You do have a job and I appreciate you joining us. I mean, the only thing I would say also just in terms of the producers, why didn't we see Clayton's poem? Oh, so true. Give me a fucking Clayton poem. That's why I'm We were robbed. The minute I saw him, I was like, okay, now he's my new favorite. And then I didn't even get a love poem from him. It sucks. Do you think it would have been a good poem? Eh. Or do you think he's like too hot? Well, yeah. I mean, for a hot guy to write a good poem would almost be too much. Here's the thing. I sort of feel like it probably was good, but... I think because we sort of already know that he's the Bachelor, they're just trying to not... They're trying to, like, make him look cool. What is this Bachelor rumor? It's, like, everywhere. The only reason I even say this is because I saw it in one of the tabloids. There was a celebration in Columbia, Missouri, congratulating Clayton on being the next Bachelor. Not been, like, officially confirmed, but, like, tabloids are reporting it. Ooh, interesting. I'm sorry to give up a spoiler. I know that you're not into spoilers, but I do believe that it is the actual No, I mean, nothing's confirmed until it's confirmed, but I like like the theory. I mean, I would watch. I, but I think that's the thing. I think yeah. people are watching this show. They're going, he rocks. He's not going to win-win. The minute that he got off, they were like, he's obviously The Bachelor. I mean, he's obviously yeah. The Bachelor. It's nice to have an obviously The Bachelor because a lot of times they pick freaking duds. Right. He and Michelle have chemistry. He's cool. But like they have tucked this beautiful man into the background for a reason. That's what leads right, me that's... to believe this has got, he's got to be The Bachelor because he's out of every storyline until this episode where they're just making him look beefy and also loving and sincere. Like, Well, they're oh, going to have to put him in some storylines if they do want him to be The Bachelor. This was like a perfect one because they made him look so cool. Like during the fight, he was like level-headed and just like trying to be loving. He was really like gentle and sweet with her. He was brawny as hell during during the, the gladiator challenge. Like, I think they're setting him up to be a fan favorite who goes. But, like, I, I think that's why they didn't show the poem. Because they were like, we don't even want to make this a relationship that people get into. Because we, we want him to be someone who's, like, starting fresh. Yeah, that's possible. Like, that would be nice. I mean, he's he's easy on the eyes. That's always, a, that's always a perk. He's so cute. So, anyway, Jamie had to go, thank God. I guess my final question for you would be, like, if you were going to say there was, like, a winner of the episode, who would you say won the episode? Oh, it's got to be either Brandon or Martin. I felt like Rodney. Rodney, too. Brandon or Martin, yes, except that I feel like both of them are so, like, sort of wimpy that, like, yes, they won the episode for them on their personal challenges with their little ass selves, but I felt like Rodney was kind of, like, the butt of the joke a little bit, and everyone was like, I mean, that guy, how dare he, like... Oh, Rodney getting the one-on-one like I like Rodney he's a great guy but I can't even laugh without saying his name and like trust me he's super in the friend zone and it's like actually don't you fuck with the Capricorn moon they will come out looking good in the end do you think he's out fully out of the friend zone absolutely I think that I think it was hot I okay. yeah yeah but you can even tell how much the producers thought he was in the friend zone by laying them in a bed to do that like I would have been like turn these cameras yeah. off yeah all over oh that's why they did it wait i have the real winner of the episode though (laughs) nate because read my mind when she ran away with nate it was like screw the rest of these people no i loved the runaway my guy we're getting out of here 
And then when they were like talking and the cameras were kind of like hiding in the bushes and he was like, yo, for real, I feel like there's a real vibe here. And like, you know, her Sagittarius moon with that running away thing, that was it. And like, he was a, he was a competitive track star. She was like, oh, you're, oh, you're a track star. Let's go. You think you can run faster than me? Like they had that kind of play. She's a Leo Mars. So, you know, she was like, come on, come on, let's go. Okay, let's go. Yeah. I think that they have a nice thing going. Yeah. I like Nate for her. Yeah. Okay. So actually low key. So of the people that like dated her this episode i do kind of think rodney won but i do think martin and brandon were right in there as front runners and they then emerged the end, from they the emerged. shadows yeah we love to see it and at the end of the day i do think you're right nate with a y has won us he did the runaway and then he also was the guy who like put the end to the drama was like let's just get jamie up here and talk to him i want to hear yeah. his side of the story like thank you nate you're not wasting any of our time we appreciate it he was like but, calling him out too and being like dude what like are you crazy like about the episodes like he looked good yeah he was really like having the right conversation with him was like name one person who said it like um, he wasn't he wasn't like attacking he was like i'm trying to understand you said it was this character that was building in the house because everybody was saying it. he's like who was saying it and he's like just everybody everybody hot factoid nate is six eight i oh. love being the shot of nate confronting jamie because no matter how i think jamie's probably like a cool 510 59 whatever but seeing nate tower over him was like please know your role jamie yeah Wow, I didn't realize he was that tall. Oh my he's god, tall. Which he's also be pretty tall. I think they're all because well, I think she's pretty tall. These people, the the, the producers aren't that cruel because like she was a college basketball player. Like she's she's yeah. tall, but I think for her to be with a guy who's way taller than her must be such a treat. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he's significantly taller. I like it. Yeah, I think Nate's a front runner. No pun intended Nate. with his track star uh, background. Oh, one other thing I would just add. I would just love it if once, like just once. When the evil guy leaves, the girl was just like, who cares? He wasn't freaking cute anyways. You know? <laughs> Wouldn't that be such a breath of fresh yeah. air? I thought I saw something with him, but you know, I guess, right. you know, he's too much drama. It's like, no. That's where it's a little weird because that's what she's, she's saying. I really, Jamie, someone I really saw a future with. It's like, really? I mean, they had that nice one-on-one and they like went very deep and stuff, but then immediately he was a liar. So no. He's so mm. weird. And wait, the last question I have and then I will let you go. What was the moment that you're talking about with Joe Coleman? It was just something on that group date. Something happened and he turned to everyone and was like, oh, did you see that or something? And she was standing right there, but he clearly didn't turn to her. He like turned to the guys. I think we're talking about the same moment, but I saw it more as he was like saying it to her as she passed by. Oh. This is where it's so important to do these recordings with a partner because Gemini to Gemini, we got two Geminis here. You can see how different, if I'm just monologuing every episode, you're just we're going to get my hot take. Well, and for the two of us, I mean, that means there's four people, really. There's four sides to this that we're seeing. Because <laughs> we both have our own two sides. <laughs> there's actually four people on this podcast right now. <laughs> Ain't that the motherfucking truth? Well, Casey and Casey, it's been Sarah and Sarah, and we have had... <laughs> really wonderful time talking with you tonight thank you so much for joining me i will let you go to bed you look fabulous in your gemini gemini sweatshirt and i hope to see you thursday at the moonule i know that you are training for the new york marathon so cool everybody go see casey and molly will be home she on her way either way it is a scorpio new moon ritual for the books and as a scorpio rising you might want to be there even if you stay incognito i'm gonna try my best okay everybody follow us on everything buy the merch okay love you casey good night love you too stay trashy bye Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. 
celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.